Welcome back, everybody, to the Gen Extra Podcast. My name is Seamus McNasty. With me, as always, is Bacon. Tonight, we're going to discuss one of the Gen Extra Podcast's favorite movies of all times, and that is Purple Rain, 1984, right after this. What you're about to experience is the Gen Extra Podcast. With your host, Seamus McNasty and Uncle Bacon. <sighs> and we're back. No, I'm kind of getting tired of introducing this guy. I mean, wait, we coming back just like that? Me fucking off? You, you want to do that? <laughs> <How are you? laughs> it's another one of those nights on the Gen Extra podcast. All right, like I said, this is one of uh, our favorite movies of all times. 1984, Purple Rain, starring Prince. Purple Rain. Did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. Do it over. Do it over. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll stop. I'll stop. Like I said before the open, one of our favorite movies, Purple Rain from 1984. We're going to discuss it in detail. Best we can. Best we can. But we're not going to do it alone. We don't ever do it alone. We don't ever do it alone. Unless it's a top five. (laughs) Unless it's a top five. And we just randomly do one alone. We're going to do it with Joey. Who else are we going to do it with? What's up, Joe? What up, Joe? Hi, guys. What's happening? Oh, you know. <laughs> You've been taking some zannies over there, Joe? <laughs> I wish. Are you winning the pooing it today, Joe? Uh, Not today. Not no. today? No? No, it's it's cooling off a little bit. So. Well, what was it there today? Uh, I think it got up to like 86 degrees oh, today. Oh, it's you want to talk about cooling off? It's like 35 degrees right here. I think, yeah, I think yeah. Act, I think it's actually snowing right now. For real? It was snowing earlier. Yeah. See, I don't miss that at all. I, mm-hmm. I don't miss it at all. Like, tonight it's going down into the 60s. Yeah. And and then, oof, boy, that's, that's my type good of sleeping weather, weather down here. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's all about the humidity down here. If if yeah. it's If the humidity is below a certain point, it feels like like paradise. Yeah. You know, yesterday was absolutely gorgeous. So, so. Yeah, we went down there. Me and the family went down there and, uh, several years ago, and I think it was probably September. And I was just I was praying for death. Yeah. I was just, I was just like, <laughs> someone just kill me. I'm like, I can't take this. Just, just shoot me. Yeah, that makes sure. sense. September's right about the time where we are like, okay, enough. Yeah. Enough. September here for heat is like february there for cold Mm. like look man i can't i can't do it anymore it needs to change and if it doesn't there's people are gonna die (laughs) serious problems going on that's what's wrong with florida no yeah that and uh manatees (laughs) hey you know (laughs) it's the plight (laughs) of the manatee is is great (laughs) so uh it was uh, Halloween just the other day. Uh, did you guys go out on a trick-or-treating there, Joe? No, we went to the beach. The beach? Yeah, it's, I, I'm still paranoid over the pandemic. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I talked my daughter out of trick-or-treating, and, uh, and I, I told her, I said, look, the consolation prize is that we can, we can spend the day at the beach, and she was all about it. So. Right. You get her some candy at least? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. that's all that matters. Good, good. So, yeah, well, we uh, 
we did tri- uh, let the kids trick or treat a little bit, but they were wearing masks. Um, we actually had quite a few people show up at the house. I really? Made one, those, made one of those little shoot things. Shoot the candy down at them. The candy shoot. Yeah, I heard a lot of people are doing that. What did you, did you make yours out of like PVC pipe? No, I used it out of an old piece of gutter I found in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It, it was filthy, but I'm sure it's clean. <laughs> it's shooting all that damn candy you didn't even clean it. it out? I didn't clean it out. Around here <laughs> at the Gen Extra podcast. Oh, man. called that African ingenuity. Here, here you go, kid. Here's the Snickers and some Lockjaw. <laughs> some dead leaves. There might be some maggots in there. <laughs> it's like I can see like the peanuts thing. Like I got a, I got a Snickers. I got a Tootsie Pop. I got some dead leaves. Dead leaves. <laughs> and an acorn. <laughs> I got a squirrel carcass. Oh jeez. <laughs> so let's get into the. Uh, into the review here of Purple Rain, one of all of our favorites. You know, I've got I've got my own personal top ten list. Yeah, and this movie of all time movies of all time because you know it's very hard with as much stuff as we've watched over the years mm-hmm. to you know put movies together. Um, this is one of those movies that is in my top ten favorite of all time. What else is on that list? What 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 is what is Purple Rain in in the company of? Um, The Last Dragon. Uh, probably A Christmas Story. You know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, what? not one oh, time. No, not one time. You know we're gonna have to review it for you, Christmas. Yeah, you know that's coming up. Oh man, I don't know. All right, it's dry out, kid. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to watch that movie. Yeah. Well, what else? The, the, the wife won't let me do the podcast Christmas reviews without doing that movie. <laughs> For real, yeah, she lo- she loves Christmas. She's See, there's a Christmas. stigma on that movie in this house. Why is that? Uh, my wife's ex husband would watch the 24 hours of oh, a yeah. Christmas story, <laughs> and she, you hear it, you hear it, screaming in the background, yeah, you yeah. hear in the background screaming, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> so that's something I'm I'm gonna have to watch like alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm no. sure it'll be all right if we talk about it because yeah. I'm I'm gonna talk mad shit about that movie. I just know it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, I still hear she, her in the background. She's yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's she's still she's still sounding off. Fuck that movie. Um, yeah. So my earliest memories of Purple Rain, and I've told Bacon this before. I think I remember going to the drive-in with. <laughs> with my babysitter and her older sister and her boyfriend to see purple rain i seem to remember this story i I, this this story sounds familiar unless you've done this more than once it's been more than once it wasn't at the drive-in but it was didn't you like baby sister and her sister didn't you hook up with your babysitter at one point no no all right that will be edited for me that Maybe that was somebody else. That was that too late. <laughs> I have strong memories of this too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal something that in in 2020 is extremely embarrassing. But oh, I put my name on a waiting list 
for the VHS copy of this movie. <laughs> and I paid $150 <laughs> for the VHS copy. You got robbed. And then, no, back then, that's how much VHS yeah, yeah. You guys yep. remember? I don't know if you remember that, but. Yeah, I do. Um, so then my sisters and I had like a screening, you know, at my sister's house. And one of her, one of the boyfriends of my, one of my sister's boyfriends was there and he was, you know, kind of a macho man and Prince is driving around on his purple motorcycle. And I mean, I was a huge fan, yeah, completely like just enamored by, by Prince and his music. And I remember my sister's boyfriend saying, if I saw that driving around, I'd run him over with my truck. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I didn't talk to that guy for a while. <laughs> You don't talk about Prince like that. Right. He's a legend. <laughs> He's a legend. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I did find out something also about myself. Um, I cannot stand Apollonia Cotero whatsoever. Like, I, everything about this movie was absolutely astounding, beautiful. I, I'm as many adjectives as i can find but i cannot stand apollonia not not even the 80 cities i if you told me if you told me <laughs> that apple i knew you were going to bring that up by the way i was going to talk about that you, this is gonna james is going to give this like if he would give it three he would give it four instead because there was nudity oh yeah 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 but if you had told me that apollonia couldn't speak english and she did her lines phonetically I wouldn't be surprised at all because it was so robotic and, <laughs> and, and you, what, what do you dream about? It's like, Oh, gosh, yeah, the acting wasn't great. Cause you know, part, what? the acting all around wasn't great. No, I mean, okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. But, but you gotta, you, you know, you suck really bad when you stand out <laughs> when the acting is not great. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, uh, Shabadoo <laughs> in Breaking. You know, he's so bad that he he's, he out bad acts Lucinda Dickey, <laughs> which is really hard to do. Right. So Apollonia being bad around a bunch of people who have never acted before is that's that's I mean. Well, she wasn't really acting back then, was she? She, well, Prince found her in some movie hmm. where she, I, I can't remember exactly what happened in the movie. Like she seduced a German priest or some shit. I don't know what it was. And he was, I mean, he was looking for somebody to replace Vanity because Vanity, yeah, Vanity was supposed down. to be, yep. and I would have, maybe that's what the problem, maybe that's the problem I have is because I loved Vanity so much. Yes. And to find out later on in life that Vanity was supposed to play the the female lead, yeah, was kind of upsetting. It just made it worse that Apollonia is just awful. Mm -hmm. She's beautiful, mm -hmm. I'll give her that, you know. But that's not enough. Well, you, well, you know, Joe, we we've got a lot to unpack here. <laughs> oh my god, with this so movie, yeah. yeah, we got a lot to unpack here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even so, have uh, other than just bashing Apollonia <laughs> as, as you're doing right now. Let, let's 
<laughs> Let's talk about this movie a little more, man. All right. Let's get into it. After re-watching this movie, I found I have a new new uh, respect for Morris Day. I always looked at him as the bad guy in this movie. Okay. But he plays up, it well. But re-watching it like the last couple days, he was cool, man. He actually made the movie. He was funny throughout the whole movie to me. There's a scene where he walks out on the street with Jerome and a girl comes up and is just going off on him, just yelling at him. And Jerome steps to the side. When she's done yelling at him, he just looks at Jerome and he's like, Jerome. Jerome grabs her, just throws her in the trash can. They go on their merry little way. You know, he was like the player in the whole movie, man. Why did why did Morris Day have a servant? That was their shtick. That that had to be that was their that was always their gimmick back then with the times. Yeah. Well, that was Jerome Benton's shtick. Cause in in Under the Cherry Moon, he was he was Prince's kind of like sidekick, you know, like there's one scene in that movie where Jerome Benton is actually giving Prince a bath. <laughs> so uh, he was shining his shoe. He was shining Morris's yep, shoes. Shining Morris's shoes when they were doing the Abbott and Costello yeah. Uh, yeah. shtick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I thought they delivered well. I mean, you see that in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. And and it gets it's tired, it's old. But yep. they did it, they put their own twist. Just that that. I don't know that funky, cool twist that they like mm-hmm. the way that they had of talking to one another. Right. And 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 yeah. It even yeah. came back later on. Yeah. They brought the joke back up, you know, and he was like, "When Apollonia shows yeah, up, yeah, with the he password." Was like, what? And Morris, Morris looks all all frustrated, like, "God damn it, we're not gonna do this again." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have an alternate title for this movie, but I will say that it looked like a United Colors of Benetton commercial fucked a ministry video. Damn. Jesus. And I love this movie, but I'm looking at it last night and I was like, my God, it's just the androgynous 80s. Yes. Yes. You know? Now, now, my son, it's 13, he didn't watch this movie, but he's seen other 80s movies and he always says, man, the 80s were weird. Yeah. He always says that. Like, like, Like you said, the people with like the makeup, not just like on their eyes or anything, but like on their face, mm-hmm. on their faces, on their yeah. forehead, yep. Just yep. everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, there was a lot of different genres of people back then as far as fashion went. And it didn't matter the color of your skin. It just mattered what fashion trend you followed. You know, you were you were either the androgynous kid mm. or you were the super prep or you were the industrial, which turned into goth, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, the guy that would, the guy that would introduce the bands, he's like, he seemed like the goth guy to me. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the time. I had to you know look who was supposed up. to play that role. Who was supposed to play that role? Chris Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. I, got you. I love it. I got had you. I had at least three Chris Elliott potential. <laughs> yeah. I had to look that guy up because at first I thought that was Hugo Weaving. No. Oh. Um, but his name, it was not That's Hugo really? Weaving. So I was a little disappointed because it, it looked like him, didn't it? It sounded a little bit like him, you know? Yeah, it is a monotone, yeah. 
Yeah, that monotone, like weird, deep voice. Without then they, the then they had the then they had the big biker guy as the 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 bouncer. Well, that was Prince's bodyguard. In real life. In real life, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You know, you never uh, said what this movie was about, like you normally do. I think everybody knows what this movie. Everybody is about. knows what Purple Rain's about. Okay, I'm just. Just saying. Just, just don't saying. have to pause it. We just leave that just, in. Just saying, man. Just saying. Everybody knows what yeah, we can leave about, that right? in. I think Prince. if you don't if you don't know what this movie is about, then you've been living under some Spoiler. under a mushroom for the for the last 30, 40 years. <laughs> Here, here's what the movie's about. Right, you can read it right there on the screen. You already got oh, it. Got it. <laughs> Purple Rain, rated R, came out in nineteen eighty four. It's hundred and fifty one minutes long. Right there. Go go ahead and read it in all of its glory. It was a huge success too. It it was the budget was seven point two million. It made seventy point three. Yeah, I think that was the like the opening weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, I it, no. I mean the opening weekend was huge, but man, this this movie was profitable. Yeah. You know, it was not a huge success. It's unofficial sequel, Graffiti Bridge. Never saw it. That's the one I haven't seen. Out, out of his three movies, I have that, not seen Graffiti Bridge, but I've I've heard that that's that's okay if you don't see that one. <laughs> yeah, you're you're fine. Is that the one that was in black and white? No, that was under- no. Cherry Moon was, Cherry Moon was in black. It was actually shot in color, but then, but then just uh, released in black and white. Which mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've seen it and I, it makes sense in black and white because it's got this old film noir quality to it, but. Okay. You, Prince represents better in color because he's, you know, I mean, he, I mean, he represents so many things to so many people, right? You know, he's one of those people that he can dress like a sideshow vampire, (laughs) but it's acceptable because he looks good. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just like this, this little five foot one, oozing oozing sex appeal little man that wears madonna lacy gloves but he pulls it off man i was telling seamus earlier when we were watching it i say prince can get away with anything Anything. he walked up to apollonia and said give me that and she handed over her anklet then he turned around and made her bathe in the lake that was not lake minnetonka one of my favorite lines in the whole movie and then she still was chasing after him. Yeah. Turned around, got mad, and smacked her because she was going to hang out with Morris. And she still wanted to be with him. One of, one of my favorite lines was when Morris Day says to Apollonia, she goes, your lips would make a lollipop too happy. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite all-time line in the movie is after... Um, Wendy goes off on Prince. Yeah. And and the doctor, mm. it gets quiet and the doctor says, Oh yeah. Like God screwed up Wendy's periods. Yeah. You know, she's she every 28 days she's nice. Yeah. It lasts about a weekend. And I was like, oh man, every time I hear that line, and I've heard it, you know, obviously since 1984, but I know I've I've I know people. That fit that bill. I w- I was married to one. Yeah, it was. It was. It's an interesting line, and it fits. You know, Joe. I love this whole soundtrack for this movie. There it's a perfect not, album. There yeah. is not one song that I will skip. This will be 
one of my top five albums of all time. Agreed. Uh, there's one song in particular, though, that sticks right. out for me, <laughs> and it's Darling Nikki. Uh, this song actually started the whole parental advisory label getting put on. It was like one of the top songs back there was it 84, 85. Yeah. Really? Um, I I didn't no, I had no idea that that's where that kicked off. So Tipper Gore was pissed off about Darling Nikki. She was pissed off because her daughter was singing lyrics oh. to Darling Nikki. Well, that makes and sense. And that's what started the ball rolling. But it was but one of the top songs in that fifth that filthy 15 list that, that came out. Yeah, there's a list. There's a list of 15 what, what, songs. What's on that list? Just name off a couple. Uh, well, Darling Nikki. You got uh, a... At the top of the list. At right? the top of the list. Sugar Walls by Sheena Easton, which was Which also, was a Prince song. Which was also written sugar by Prince. Sugar Walls. What, what would that... What, what's, what's a Sugar Wall? Oh, stop being so naive. I can, tell, I can tell you, but pro, you probably have proceed, to edit it. Proceed. Yeah, if, we've got... Teams, uh, if you don't know, I'm ashamed to know you. We've got... <laughs> There's a song by Vanity called Strap on Your Robbie Baby. Yeah. Uh, another know? song written by Prince. Yes, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Uh, there's a song from Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. Yeah. You've got, uh, what else you want? You want? Well, Cindy. D. Snyder, D. Snyder was, was the lead defendant. Do you guys remember this? Yes. I, I don't remember it. Partially. But I can. So. I watched after school, I would come home, I would turn the television on and I would watch these hearings every single day. Hmm. And it was D Snyder and Frank Zappa. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah wasn't and they like, were in like in front of Congress. It was, it was yeah. a congressional hearing and that bitch Tipper Gore wanted to destroy our music. Right. And it was the, it was the all time mother of backfires because what happened was, and, and D. Snyder in interviews has actually thanked Tipper Gore uh, because what happened, once they put that parental advisory on an album or a tape or ultimately on CDs, that just made kids want it that much more. Like, I gotta have this right. because this label says that I cannot. That's exactly they, how it works. And they got to the point where like kids were like hanging out outside of record stores trying to get the adults to buy them for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just yeah, like, just like beer back hey in the man, day. Would you buy this album for me now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of weird shit going on back in the the early early or the late eighties. Like they outlawed uh, model glue without uh, an adult. Yeah, because kids were you, you ever you ever try to huff that stuff, Joe? And, you know, no. I was I was I was one of those kids who made models. <laughs> And the the non sniffable glue that they sold oh, yeah. did not hold your model together yeah. whatsoever. But yeah, Dar darling Nikki kicked it off, man. It, it, I mean, it's a nasty song. I mean, it's graphic. It's like graphic. It. I'll give you that. I my two favorites in the in the movie are the beautiful ones. Yes, yes. And computer blue. Yes. Only because of that opening, you know. Is the water warm enough? Yes, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a thing for Lisa Coleman. Oh, oh my man. God. 
Lisa and Jill. So the blonde who plays a waitress. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. was Jill. Yeah, we were talking about Jill. She, uh, she was in the band. Yeah, well, she makes an appearance also in Graffiti Bridge. So I did a little research. She used to sing backup for Tina Marie mm. and Apollonia Six, but she was in Princess Circle. She actually put out a couple albums back in the day. So yeah, she was in the Little Red Corvette video. Well, yeah. Where yeah, there, been, there was been, that she's been hanging around Prince for a while. Yeah, yeah. So I had a thing for Jill back in the mm-hmm. day. The, James, the, what were your favorite? What was your favorite song on the soundtrack? Um, probably "Darling Mickey." Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, just like just like the way it sounds, just the whole way it sounds. I like I dig it. It's dirty. It's dirty. It's dirty. Not only in the lyrics. If you don't know it, it catches you off guard. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Like the first, like the first, I, I watched it several months ago and I had probably hadn't seen it since I was little and I'm watching it and I'm actually paying attention to it and like understanding the lyrics and stuff like that. And, and he starts singing. I'm like, oh, I understood that song a like, long wait a time ago. I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell is he talking about? A long time ago. I knew about that one. I never, I just never really paid attention when I was little. Uh, Take me with you, was playing during the scene when they, uh, she first gets on the bike. Yeah, I like that song. I mean, of course, there really everybody... isn't. I mean, there isn't a bad song on the, on the the sound. It, it is a perfect album. It is. Well, it is. It's only on the album. It's only the Prince songs, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's only the Revolution songs. There's yes. like like any of the other people playing music in the movie aren't even on the nope, soundtrack nope any song no they're not on that soundtrack but but they all had their own well their own but they, prince wrote them all albums yes yes he did <laughs> yes he you did. know he he you know apollonia six had a full album you know time uh, the album. time had a you know he wrote uh as jamie star he wrote their songs until there was so much creative differences between prince and morris day that yeah morris day was like no we're gonna break away and of course to the time just took a nosedive yeah um lisa and wendy tried to do a solo career they never went anywhere five albums yep that were you know des dickerson had a little bit of a career um but that was the only song anybody ever knew by des dickerson was modern air I don't even know that song. Which 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 <laughs> which which person was that? Modern Air. It was like the one guy that he was all the, he was on by himself. He says, I mean, you can't you can't miss that song because that's the word he says over and over. I want I want to be a modern air. Is modern the guy air, modern air. Headband on. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's that's Des Dickerson. Yeah, we were watching like, oh, who is this guy? We're like, yeah. we don't really know who this guy is. Because I, I I said out loud when when Billy tells the kid, he's like, you know, Morris got this girls group and they're pretty good. Mm. He goes, uh, I got three acts. I don't need four. Somebody <laughs> got to go. And I was like, well, fire Des Dickerson because yes, he's sir. fucking terrible. <laughs> that way you've got, you know, you've got Prince, The Time, and Apollonia 6. Yeah. There's your set right there, man. Did, I mean, uh, Vanity Six should have been, you know, the thing, but whatever. We've already talked about that. Did you notice who was playing his dad in that movie? Yeah, Link from Mod Squad. Yes, sir. Or Samson. Samson from, from Half Baked. Yeah. 
<laughs> Lance Williams the third. Yeah. Right near the beach, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, we're gonna have to do that one, maybe. Half baked. Oh, I will. Yeah. Oh my god. Pop culture. Pop culture. It was nineties. Was it nineties? It fell in the nineties. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that one it's out. It's in our window. Yeah. I want to talk to Samson? <laughs> Samson. It, it's Sheila. Mama Samson Simpson. <laughs> oh God, I love these tangents, boy. Um. So, the the first like. Like the sex scene between Prince and Apollonia. Oh, here we go. I mean, that was just that he he, he like he. I think he literally felt her up. Like he like, well, yeah, because they didn't really show him having sex, grabbing it. Oh, oh you mean in real life? Like yeah, he wasn't you're, acting like he actually. Okay. If you're watching that, he's like in there, boy. She was married. Was mm-hmm. she married? Yeah, she was married. She was married. Oh. They, she kept it. Prince hidden. didn't care. No, I know Prince didn't care, and she they kept had her it, keep it a hidden. Secret. But uh, yeah, she she had to hide the fact that she was married because really? it would. Yep. Yeah, because it didn't it didn't go with the image of the film. Yeah, they they wanted Warner Brothers wanted it to appear that Prince and Apollonia were an item. The shit they do. I know, fucking Warner Brothers. Not hashtag and Warner Brothers. <laughs> no sponsor from them. Uh, mm. We don't. We're getting that Kroger money, man. We don't need Warner Brothers. Big K, baby. Big, Big K. K. They sponsored my margarita for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one other sex scene in this movie. It was real quick. It's like a flash. Oh, during um, it's during the when doves cry. What mm-hmm. did you call it? The road. The, the, it's, the rage. It's quoted. It's quoted in IMDb as the the ride of rage. The ride of rage montage, which should have been just I'm going through some shit montage. Yeah, because they like they show like a flash of him getting it on in a barn. I'm like, when when the hell did they fuck in the barn? I didn't see any barn. It fucking. was just they didn't have to show that. It just happened. You didn't have to see it. Well, there was a whole that was originally supposed to be the the whole love scene was in that barn but yep. they scrapped it oh yeah and mm-hmm. i want to say if i remember correctly which i may not um that well, the music video for when doves cry yeah. was was partially shot in a barn i Wrong. maybe Wrong. Not. i don't know mm, i don't think so. i don't know I have to look it up. I say a lot of I say a lot of shit on this podcast that turns out to be not true. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Like Chris Elliott supposed to be in a part <laughs> no, of. No, that's movie. on purpose. No, I'm talking about like Chris Elliott's on purpose. Chris <laughs> Elliott's on purpose. Chambers. I'm talking about like um, oh that scene where I was talking about uh, in Nightmare, yeah. where the kid was like, "Is your mother home?" And she's like, "Of course." And I was like, "But then they're in." I fucked that all up. <laughs> I, I know. And I, I know. That and all as, you're up. Say, as you're saying it, I'm like, I don't think that's what happened, but I'm not going yeah, to interrupt him. None of that is correct. And like, you should go back and do like an editorial. Yeah. Yeah. She said correct. all that sarcastically. And then, yeah, then they went to the bone zone in her mom's room. Cause, cause Nancy yeah, was, they, they, they were in her room. No, I, Nancy was in her room because of the, the cross on the wall. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is getting edited. <clears throat> no, we'll leave it in. Our it's audience a, is used to it already. It's a correction. <laughs> what, what, what? I had to correct 23 myself. Subscribe. We got 23, 24 subscribers. No, we got like 31 subscribers now. No, we getting up yeah. there, man. I was going to say, I don't want to disappoint our fan. One day we'll be at 50. Fan. Singular. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. So do you guys remember the scene where we've already kind of talked about Darling Nikki, but when they keep showing back to Apollonia sitting in the, in the crowd and she's crying because yeah. mm-hmm. evidently she, even the, you know, she must somehow associate herself with the song yep. behind her, the guy that's sitting behind her, a young, a young Denzel Washington. <laughs> Oh, shit. You're shit. I you know zoom, I'm not zooming into that you, guy. You know, I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> it was. No, it wasn't. Are you sure? You weren't looking. I know who he's talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. They they had to get Denzel because uh Chris Elliott wasn't available. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Take my little baby hand. Uh, they, had, they had to be like uncomfortable for Morris Day just sitting there through that song. Well, well he was high as fuck throughout the whole. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah, you that's what Bacon care. was saying. Yeah, you know, he didn't care. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. They, they had to, Yeah, you. Bacon was saying they had to like drag him, drag yeah, him to was, set. He half was the time. messed up most of the movie. Yeah, yeah, he was addicted. By, by the time the movie came out. By the time it premiered, they weren't Prince and Morris weren't even on speaking terms. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like I said earlier, they, you know, Morris Day tried to he he argued enough to where they split. Prince stopped writing their music. They started writing their own music, and it was like, like just crash and burn. They just yeah, like you. You showed me what was it. Was it Ice Cream Castles? Ice Cream Castles. That was that yeah, was, was during Prince. Was it? That was. I want to say that Prince wrote most of the music, if not all the music, on that. I wasn't feeling yeah. that at all. And that then the, the album directly after Ice Cream Castles yeah. was, I think, theirs. Again, I'm where I'm going to get corrected on this because there's so many people out there that know more about this than I do. Mm-hmm. But I know that there was a breakage. And once the time started writing their own music, they just, they didn't, they couldn't do it. They, that's what most of the, I mean, other than the bangles, <laughs> most of his, his spinoff acts, you know, bangles and Sinead O'Connor were the two, I think that, that made it on their own with now, their they, own music. I mean, they were out, they, they were just, they just like, per, like perform some songs that no, Prince, they, there was a lot of his songs. Prince didn't, like he didn't know he only bangles, wrote right? well he only wrote manic monday for the bangles okay yeah and i think sinead o'connor nothing i don't think he wrote i don't think he wrote nothing compares to you for he her did. but she, i know that she obviously she recorded it and made it huge um but that was on one of his albums too yeah, yeah but with sometime, the, sometime last year they dropped the album like in June or July, with basically all a lot of the songs that he's written for other people mm. that have performed them, but in, on this album he was performing them. It's a brilliant album. If it, yeah, if, 
for all of our subscribers, if you haven't listened to it, I I highly recommend you go out. Highly, and highly recommend it. Yeah, Spotify that shit because it's awesome. Google it. <laughs> it's worth a Google. <laughs> it's loosely based on Prince's life. Yeah, it's and and as well as as Vanity because that was Vanity. Apollonia's character was based loosely on Vanity's life growing up as well. Oh. I, think I think it's hard to find it. trivia on this and explanations about why Vanity left, but I think if she probably if she, wanted to go do the Last Dragon, maybe, maybe somebody. Barry, I saw somebody Barry Gordon answer, paid her some more money. I saw on one forum somebody's like that he didn't offer her enough money, which is like, all right, whatever. Barry it's, Barry Gordy did. Yeah. Did Barry Gordy do Last Dragon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? He produced that movie. Yeah. We'll be no talking idea. about that in January, sir. Yeah. Is Rockwell in it? No. 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 <laughs> this is his nephew, right? No, yeah. Rockwell was his nephew. Yeah. Well, Michael nephew. Jackson is doing backup singing in some of the songs on the, in the movie, though. Is he really? No. No. Okay. No. I've never it's seen Chris it. Elliot singing. <laughs> Chris Elliott singing. Chris Elliott plays the tambourine. <laughs> He plays it well. <laughs> so good. Yeah, every I so the yeah, the like the the trivia on that tambourine is that every time Prince threw a tambourine in the crowd, it was he was throwing it to Chris Elliott. <laughs> oh, okay. So I caught it with, what we're even talking about. Cut it with that little hand. I thought we were talking about purple rain. This seems to be like <laughs> the Chris Elliott. It's, it's, it's turning into the Chris Elliott, Chris Elliott podcast. <laughs> You have to put a picture of Chris Elliott up so folks know. Yeah, every time we mention Chris Elliott, just, his face pops up. Just his face somewhere on the screen. <laughs> yeah, we'll not, not, the TV, not in the TV, but on the screen. Like watch like that watch him turn out to be like our number one fan. Chris Elliott. Is he still yeah. alive? Chris Elliott's alive. He's on Shit's Creek. Oh, What's so- going to happen is, is like some sometime in like March, we're going to be like, hey, we got a big announcement. Chris Elliott talked to Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we talk Kroger into sponsoring us. <laughs> we finally got our sponsor. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> nice. Oh my. <laughs> so the prop the prop that I want. <laughs> I, I used to I used to think that I wanted like Morris Day's full wardrobe, but I I couldn't pull it off. The prop I want is that that little that little puppet. Yep, puppet, I, knew the it. Puppet, yeah. I knew it. I knew the it. puppet. I want <laughs> that so bad. You don't need them anyway. I knew it. I want that puppet. The last scene of that was the and puppet Lisa crying. Coleman. Was there a tear on the puppet? Maybe. Might might have been. I think there was a tear on the puppet because when he turns it around and is looking at him, he goes. It might. It might have been. Yeah, it's possible. Do you think that he did? Like the ventriloquism in that? No, they dubbed that in after. He didn't move his mouth at all. So no, they dubbed that after. Maybe he, so that you think that was an ADR? Because I was like, man, he missed his calling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you could play guitar really well, but you know, you're really good at this ventriloquism <laughs> thing. And, and that's yeah. really hot right now. So I think it's about time we should uh, just go ahead and rate this one. What do you think? I'm down. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Ready? Ready. Who wants to go first? Someone else can go first. I want to go, go last. I'll go first. <laughs> I told you already, you keep this 
simple for me. No, hey, Drew, listen, you do your thing, Joe. I'm gonna do my thing because after see, I don't. I now I have. I feel like I have a reputation to uphold. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint anybody because of the the one comment we got. Because of the one, because yeah, of that comment, so I can be better, okay. and I'm gonna be better. So That's what I'm talking about. I'll try. I'll try to accommodate you. Prepare yourself. Um, I'm gonna give it five strips of bacon, man. It's one of my all-time top ten favorite movies. One of my top five soundtracks. If I was categorizing soundtracks for a movie. Mm-hmm. There's an idea for a topic. Movie uh, soundtracks? Movie soundtracks. That'd be a good one. Can't play any of it. Can't play any of it, but... <laughs> we'll just sing a couple. I'm not singing anything. But uh, yeah, five strips of bacon. What about you? I'll give it four Lucky Charm, four Leaf Clovers. I think it's just the whole nostalgia thing for me, because... Probably. I remember where i was and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm went to the movie the drive-in and saw it i'm kind of a big prince fan so yeah it's not just purple rain that does it for me you know it's a lot of his other music too mm-hmm. so what about you joe what do you got joe what do you want to write right. this movie uh, so i'm gonna give this one one prince guitar the white prince guitar the one that sprays the purple water two Yellow Cadillac limousines, <laughs> a Wendy, a Lisa, and a bonus print symbol. How do you five isn't enough? This on the screen. Five isn't enough. I don't care how you fit it. Wait, was that six? That's yeah, six. That's five's not was. enough. That's what the bonus. That's what I said. It's a a bonus print symbol because. I can't fit this Hold on, on Joe. the screen. I'm going to need you to say that one more time, Joe. All right. You're going to write it down? All right. That white guitar, the white Prince guitar, you know, the most famous guitar ever. Two yellow Cadillac limousines. Yellow? Yeah, because that's, that's, that's what Morris wrote in. A Wendy. Alisa and a and a and a bonus purple print symbol. It's got to be purple. This is Joey Forum's last podcast with us. <laughs> I love it. You said a Wendy, Alisa. Yes. You should not have a problem finding any Lisa, if you're out there. Well, you know her and Wendy were actually together. I don't care. (laughs) Just checking. Just checking. Bring her. I don't know if they're still together. I know they were together. (sighs) Well, folks, I think that's it for the... (laughs) I'm still thinking about the damn ring. I think I I broke Seamus. (laughs) (laughs) See, I told you, man. I told you I had to step up my game this one. I love it. I love it. I know our I, I know Thanks, Melanie. I know our one panel. Appreciate it also. <laughs> I think that's it for uh this episode of the Gen Extra Podcast. Make what sure are we doing next? Subscribe, like, and hit the bell. 
What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Uh, stay tuned to the social media to find out what we're doing next, folks. Ooh. Look at that. Ooh. You really want to know? Start following us. Oh, yeah. You still haven't figured that out yet, have you? The graphic's not even up there anymore. <laughs> I'm still telling them what to do. Here, I'll do, I'll do this. <laughs> there we go. That's just wrong. That covers, that covers everything. That's just wrong. <laughs> <Graphics>. <laughs> Yeah.